0: Welcome to Success Gyan Podcast. This is Surendran Jayshik, a founder and CEO of Success Gyan. Success Gyan is India's leading platform for personal and professional development. Our goal is to make 8pm the learning hour in this country. If you can speak, you can influence. If you can influence, you can change lives. In today's episode, we have India's leading life coach, Pooja Pranath, who is here to talk about the ultimate do's and don'ts for a speaker. Are you ready? Let's get started. Hello, hello everybody. So good to have you here. I am so excited about today's topic, which is the ultimate do's and don'ts of a speaker. You know why I love this is because I have made so many mistakes on stage and the biggest lesson I think I've landed up learning is learn the rules to break the rules. So everything that I'm going to tell you today, while it's very, very important, the most important thing is to be your authentic self. So if you are someone who has a personality that is calmer, don't try to be the enthusiastic person. I'm like I am, you know, I'm very bubbly, very cheerful. I speak with my hands. Or if I am like this, I shouldn't try and pretend to be, you know, one of those. So I think the most important thing that I have experienced is how much of yourself can you be comfortable in as a speaker for you to really um, be able to connect better with the audience. So let's start with the do's. I think for me, one of the most important things is to feel confident. And one of the ways that I feel confident is when I'm Looking confident, so my hair, my makeup, my dress, my outfit, my body language, my shoes, my everything needs to be in alignment with who I am. And I highly recommend that if you are planning to go on stage, it's worth the effort to put in to look really good because it definitely adds to the ability to have more confidence. I also feel in the beginning, your audience is the most judgmental and you are the most most nervous within the first five minutes both of these things settle the audience stops judging you and gets into your content and you yourself start to get comfortable in on stage right so that's a very beautiful place to get to but till you get there everything that you can do to support and help yourself you should and one of them is look good okay again to add to that only will be point number two which is prepare well know your content anytime I'm going to go on stage and speak one of the things I'm very conscious about is can I over prepare what do I mean by over prepare if I know that my speech is let's say of 30 minutes I'm going to create at least 45 minutes to one hour of content because I tend to go faster when I am nervous so I want to make sure that I have enough content to cover I'll even have some back up activities and exercises i may never use them doesn't matter but you know the the thing with me is that if i'm over prepared i know that i will deliver better so just knowing your content preparing well the previous evening knowing your pointers i think it really helps another thing is managing the energy of the room so as you go on stage If you can, instead of focusing on your content, take a little bit of time to set some guidelines on how you would like the next 30 minutes or half an hour, sorry, 30 minutes or 45 minutes or one hour to be, then it's better to set those guidelines so that you can manage the energy of the room. So you can request everybody, you know, what I'd love is all of you to put your books down. I'd love for both of your feet to be on the ground. I'd love for everybody to just take three deep breaths. Now, what are you doing? You're basically aligning the whole room to your energy. One of the things I've seen is if you just walk into an already crowded, busy room and you start talking. What happens is people continue to talk over you. And you know what? It's very disrespectful and distracting for the speaker if they did not get all of the attention. So I take my time and wait it out till I know I have everyone's attention before I will get started. So taking that little extra time in the first few, maybe... 10 20 30 seconds and getting the room to align with you this could be through deep breathing this could be you asking a question this could be just letting everybody know that you know what now that i'm here everyone i'm going to request you for the next 15 minutes and literally taking their permission so you can do any of these but the thing is you want to get them on the same page before you get started one of the biggest things I learned when I have become speaker is that keep the spotlight on the audience. Now, let me tell you what this means. As a speaker, anytime when I'm going on stage, I'm always anxious mildly nervous there's a part of me that wants to do well and I don't want to remove my anxiety or my um, you know this consciousness you know why because I feel like this is what makes me want to give my best so I want to live in that energy of feeling nervous but I like to remove the spotlight from myself so what I do is I'm here I tell myself these things that you know what I'm here to serve them I'm here to help Help Puja doesn't need any competency or degree. Till the time they can feel your heart energy that you're here to serve, you will feel that connection with your audience. And I think to me that is so important that I remember that it's about them, not about me. Otherwise, sometimes I can get into my head and go, Oh my god, why did I have this pimple this morning only when I have to go on stage? Or I don't like my hair, or I don't like my makeup, or I'm not liking my whatever, you know, or I'm not feeling so prepared, or you know, my monk monkey mind is so good that it will know on that day what to find to bring you down And I think having a counter-attack that I'm not here for me. And for me, I always imagined, did Mother Teresa get up in the morning and say, oh my God, today my wrinkles are showing too much. So I'm not going to go help the people who are dying on the streets of Calcutta. No, right? What was it about? It was about every morning waking up to the mission of wanting to help others in whatever your topic is. Until the time you have that intention, I feel like your audience receives your energy another thing that i love doing is actually knowing my room so if i know that as a speaker which room i am going to be speaking in i love to go in mic up a little earlier and just walk around the whole room like you know how animals set their territory so one of the courses that i had gone for it's called the world's greatest speaker training in um was it in somewhere in california i can't remember where i had gone um, somewhere in the Silicon Valley and that so they one of the teachers has said just walk around the room just touch some of the chairs just bless the chairs bless the walls bless the room go on stage own your territory own the space it just gives you that extra edge you know and if you want you can even visualize people applauding for you you can you can create your own quick little one minute minds video which makes you feel like you know like as if it's already happened and what a fabulous result you got one of the things i love doing is every time i get off stage i don't want people to come and tell me how awesome i was but instead tell me how connected they felt so, you know, oh, while Pooja was saying this, I thought of my Masi or I thought of my auntie or I thought of my, you know, that means they went into their story because of my story and not about, you know, oh, wow, Puja, you were so fabulous. Instead of trying to impress them, I feel like I want to actually connect with them. That's These are a few of my do's that have really worked well for me. Let me also tell you some of my don'ts. Like one of the rules I have very clear is I don't ever want to be derogatory from stage. I don't want to put anybody down. Now I know there are speakers who are very comfortable with that action. I am not. You know why? I feel like when you have the power and the authority in the room. It is your, um, what would I say, obligation to ensure that a weaker person does not get stabbed by you. So it's so important that, you know, for me, I always want to raise the energy of my room. I want to give compliments to people. I want to address them as rock stars. I'm so happy that you've reached this room. I know how difficult it is to reach a room like this. I know what a, you know, lifelong learner you must be. So what am I doing? I'm always infusing enthusiasm and confidence rather than ever pulling someone up or bringing someone down. That's just not something that I feel is a good, um, I just feel like it's not a polished thing to do. Another thing I'm very, very... Um, for so many years now, I'm very, very careful of is my own critical mind. Now, can I tell you as a speaker, no matter your performance, your mind is going to be able to find something that you are not you didn't do right. Maybe you forgot a point. Maybe you did not see a line correctly. Maybe your joke didn't land. Maybe you forgot a quotation. I don't know what it is. But your mind will want to focus on what you forgot rather than all that you delivered and all that you remembered. So I have a personal rule that for 24 hours, I only applaud my courage. What do I mean when I say this? My mind will be saying, Oh, Pooja, but you forgot that I'm like, at least I had the courage to go on stage and deliver. At least I had the courage and I keep on going, at least I had the courage and I keep filling in the blanks with whatever I did right, because my mind is right now shouting to tell me what all I did wrong. So I think putting down your critical mind and for 24 hours, I say, you know what, 24 hours later, I'm going to sit with how can I improve my next speech? I always like to go back to reviewing and taking feedback. I'm a big junkie on feedback. So that's totally okay, but not for 24 hours. I do not want to associate pain with my going up on stage. I want to associate pleasure. I want to um, be proud of the fact that I am here in service of others, rather than you know, any other thing. So I'm going to encourage all of you, if you are going to speak, make sure for 24 hours, you only applaud the fact that there are so many people who'd love to do what you do. But the only thing that's making them not do it is the fact that they have to go on stage or become a speaker true so another thing that i make a mistake so i have to be extra careful so i'm going to put a don't is don't keep looking at the same people so you know there are a few people in the room who you can connect with or maybe you know then what happens is because our maximum comfort is to just speak to them What we tend to do as a speaker is we keep on looking at the same people. Sometimes I remember right in the beginning of my um, early days of doing uh, stage talks, I would always tend to find that one or two people and keep on continuously speaking to them as if the rest of the room didn't exist. It just made me so much more comfortable. But. As I have gone through the process, I feel like at different points, you should look at people at the back. You should look at people in the front, somewhere in the middle. You want to look at one person at a time and speak. So speak to someone on the right side, then walk across the room, speak to someone on the left side. And while you can speak to individual people, which is the best way to connect, the thing is you don't want to be speaking to the room at large and you don't want to be speaking only to one or two people. So both these disconnect. You want to connect with people by connecting one person at a time by on from stage identifying different people in different areas of the room and then speaking to them. Another thing that I have learned the hard way is also been remembering to pause. So one of my biggest don'ts is don't forget that you need to pause, especially after saying some profound things. So I said something and I want that to land. I want it to go deep. I shouldn't go straight into my next point. I should take a pause. Sometimes people receive something and they want to applaud for you. At least give them that pause so that they can applaud for you, right? So I think there's a lot of power in the pause especially from stage so learning to slow yourself down to pace yourself in a manner where you can receive from your audience feedback in a way which is so beautiful by saying something pause then say something else and pause and these pauses is what actually lets all of that, what you are putting onto them, get digested. And I think digestion has two parts. One is putting the content onto them and one is creating space for them to digest. So once you start to get into that kind of flow, you'll see all great speakers will have a lot of pause in the whole flow. Okay. And last don't is please don't read don't have presentations with hundreds of words on it and then just read, read, read. You're not allowed to have more than three words on your presentation. Your presentation is only supposed to be a, what would I say, just a guiding path for you to know what's the next thing you need to go to and then what's the next thing so that you don't need to know everything by heart, right? So these could be pointers on a small little note card or this could be a presentation. But you definitely, I mean, people who just start to read the whole thing, lose full connect with the audience. The audience has their own energy. You have have your own energy. And I think one of the most important things as a speaker is to keep the energy of the room with you through your eye contact, through your body language, through the way you are speaking and your content, you want to keep the room engaged with you. When your energy is fully present with the room, the room will have no choice but to give you their full energy, right? And that's how you create that rapport where things or transformations happen. Now, some people think that, you know what? People are there for knowledge. People are not there for knowledge. There's more than enough knowledge on YouTube today. There's more than enough knowledge on Google today people are there for your energy and once you understand energy surpasses all knowledge then you know that you are it's because you are delivering it that they will receive it And once you give yourself that kind of, um, you know, importance in your own journey that, you know, you understand that, you know what, it's not about what I am saying, but even how I'm saying it and, you know, the person, are they receiving it? That is also on you. Okay. So not to be distracted, not to be thinking, oh, is the time up? Not to be thinking while you need to manage all of that, the more present, the bigger the gift you give to your audience. So on that note, I hope you've learned some do's and don'ts today that you can carry with your with you on whenever next you're speaking. I'd like to wish you all the very best for any session that you're planning to do. And I hope some of these really help and you have you get what I call a standing ovation. God bless. Thank you. See you in the next episode. Bye, ciao. Thank you so much for listening. Do share this with your friends, family or anyone whom you think needs this information. Pooja Punit will be live in the upcoming Masterclass and Summits. For more details, log into www.sgsummits.com.